Now breathe in and out. One. social i'm natalie with me i have natalie what's up natalie what's up, what's up i'm so happy to be back i know we've we've just been totally lazy for the last few weeks we've been chilling and not having to uh record or do anything productive right <laughs> uh speak for yourself <laughs> okay, I've been highly unproductive. And if you are just joining us for the first time, welcome. This is Stoned and Social. Um, if you're coming back, then thank you for hanging out with us and not forgetting about us while we were gone. We do exactly what we say. We are stoned and then we talk a load of shit. Today, I am happy to say I'm stoned on an Apple Jacks cereal bar. It is this gooey marshmallow goodness. It is, I love it. I'm excited. I'm jealous. Every time I have this face of disappointment and just, why don't I indulge myself this way? I don't know. You should. What do you I got, Nat? Are you keeping it classic? Uh, you know me. Same old, same old. Uh, this time, though, I have no idea where it's from. Um, well, <laughs> I have an idea. You know, it's one of those, like, connects where you're like, hey, I got a buddy who says he can get you half an ounce. And I'm like, yo, bring it. Um, so it's one of those like bags, nice. cool, nice snugs. Have no idea what it is though, um, but it's treating me well. I feel like your weed and cannabis consumption is so much more exciting than mine is. That's why I know, like you know, grass is always greener on the other side. But you you have adventure with your weed, which I like. I appreciate that. I just love getting the story. I'm always just like, ooh, this one. Yeah, I uh, snuck some from somebody. Um, Do it for the memories. I'm always like, like, in the long run, because I have to confess, like, you know, I'm going to bring it back later in life. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. when I got it, best believe I got you. I will get you (laughs) so good. I'll just be 10 times over good. Don't worry. Yeah, it's all. You were like, what? You did this to me? I'm like, I'm sorry, but here you go. (laughs) We have entered into a stoner's agreement, and that's how it works. So this episode, we're, I don't know, we're talking about some weird stuff. We're going to talk about some ways that COVID has made us weird, right? I mean, it's a weird time. Yeah, strange times, each time. Strange times have turned us stranger, right? Of course. I've not been weird enough. Yeah, if I was going to say, if you weren't strange already, you probably are doing life wrong. But we're about five months into this huge forced timeout that the pandemic known as coronavirus 19 has implemented on us. And a lot of us have spent that time trying to get used to all of the crazy radical lifestyle changes that this 
stupid virus has brought. But I also think it's helping us think about things in a different way. And so what we're going to talk about today is how the pandemic has changed how we think about various aspects of our life, our work, our relationships. And, you know, maybe you've had some specific changes in your world as well. We welcome you to send them to us. And this is this has kind of been the biggest news story in the world right now. And I don't, you know, it will be for a while. Yeah. I don't, I just feel like it's one of those things that like for the rest of your life, it's changed. Yep. Totally changed. And the thing is, I always get kind of freaked out when I'm thinking, oh my God, we're in history right now. Like, Later on, kids are going to be reading about what we lived through. We have turned into those people who are going to be like, well, back in my day, when COVID happened, um, (laughs) we're going to be doing that. I just, I'm always like, like, we're always living in history, so. This is pretty big. Usually I don't notice how much we're living in history, but I'm... I'm I'm surprised by this radical shift. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess this is like one of those big event world events though. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to write about this. So the main thing which I'm sure a lot of people listening are going to be able to relate to is I am now always on high alert that I am in a mask zone in the world. I treat all of my masks because I have like six of them in various different places. I've got some in the car. I've got some in my purse and my other purse. I've got some by the front door for mail packages. I've got some, I've got some everywhere. Just, you know, just in case. Um, I'm treating the mask kind of like, they're like shoes now. Like I never go anywhere without them. I used to do this thing where I would, say as I was leaving I'd go PKW just to remind myself phone keys wallet and now it's got to be like phone keys wallet mask it doesn't really flow as as much as I like PKW and um yeah. <laughs> yeah and um have you gone anywhere yet where you've forgotten a mask has that happened to you and you've not been able to do the thing that you were going to do because you don't have a mask Um, yeah, I have forgotten my mask and I have like stared because I was at the gas station and it was a gas station where it was, and I needed gas. I wasn't empty. So I was like, great. Um, it was one of those where like, you have to go inside to pay and um, looking everywhere for anything that could resemble a mask in my car. Um, and then I just was like, this is it. I was like, this is where I am stranded for life because I cannot go inside the store. You now live at this gas station. You are a resident. You will live here. You will die here. It is your home now. And I, you know, I did one of those considers, like, can I pull my shirt over my face and walk? <laughs> yeah, I've seen people do that. It's totally acceptable because I will be in here for a, less than a minute. Like, please just take my money. So it was one of those like, oh my god, I, I, this is the new reality, and it feels it's almost like, wow, I forgot my underwear. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a oopsies when you go out without it now because we went to the grocery store and I realized we only had one mask, and so I was like, well, only one of us can go because only one of us has a mask. 
yeah, I was like, so we're, we're screwed. One of us has to take the grocery list. And now this quest is upon you to get the exact items that we came here for. Um, and it's, it's just weird because I'm really worried about not having a mask, but I still am seeing people not wear masks properly. For anyone listening with the question, do I really need to wear a mask out in public? The question is yes, because wearing a mask not only helps to protect you from COVID-19, but it also helps to protect others. Think of wearing a mask as a selfless act, one in which you're taking responsibility and doing your part to help protect the most vulnerable members in your community, which are going to be the sick, the, um, you know, immunocompromised people. It's going to be people who really need your help. It's not, I don't know why this whole mask thing has gotten political. I don't want to get off track, but it's just a mask. Like, it's just a mask. I completely agree. It is, um, I will say, you know, it's annoying. It sucks to have like sweat on your face and, you know, acne, the mass acne thing is a thing. And yes. you know, we have a lot of reasons to complain and blah, blah, blah. But the truth of it is, is like, it's, a, it's, it's you know, it's, I know it's hard to think about other people, guys. I, everybody, sorry, apologize. But so I know it's hard. very hard for everyone to think. But essential workers have to consistently interact with you. And they're the mm-hmm. ones that you need to be protecting because you want to go back to your normal life as soon as possible, but you can't do that if you don't have the population yeah. that is uh, that you're dependent <laughs> on to provide yeah. those services if they all if we, Yeah, if we make all the grocery workers sick, guess what? There's not going to be anyone to run the grocery stores. I have kind of taken the mask thing, and when I see people not wearing masks in a public place now, in my head, and I'm sure this is very judgy, I think you're an asshole. That's pretty much, I'm like, oh, okay, you're an asshole. So now I know you've given me a clear indication that you give no fucks about anyone else or what's happening right now. You're being very selfish because this is the thing I always say to people when we get in these discussions about masks is, would you rather wear this a mask of your choice. It can be anything, cotton or, you know, disposable or any, you figure it out. Whatever mask you're more comfortable with, would you rather wear that mask or would you rather be on a respirator? Because that's a possibility when you're not wearing a mask is that you're going to get yourself sick and you're going to get yourself really sick with the COVID and you're going to have to go on a respirator. And I've heard those things are terrible, that it's like choking on your own air. And that sounds like a fate worse than death. And so that thought alone has kept me wearing a mask pretty much anytime I go out. It's not worth it. Don't do it. And if you are going to wear a mask, make sure to wear it the right way. I'm seeing a lot of people do that thing where they like pull their mask down under their nose. Um, when I go to the doctor's office, the lady's like pulling the mask away from her under her chin. You need to have the mask fit snugly over your nose, your mouth, and your chin. And don't be touching the front of the mask because it might be contaminated, guys. Uh, yep, yeah, I got to be here and say it's really hard. I have to tell, it's really hard. It's hard because this is a new thing that we're all trying to get ourselves accustomed to. So um, for someone like me who wears glasses and has to wear a mask, it's really hard not to not touch the mask. Uh, They will fog up. They fog up. They will. And you're kind of having to adjust, um, at least for me, the 
Maybe I breathe really hard or something. I don't know. But my mask is constantly moving below my nose. So I'm like, shoot, I got to move that sucker up. And it sucks, like, to be honest. It's like, because in the back of my mind, I'm like, don't touch your face. Like, yes, if I'm don't touch your face. touch the mask, I'm going to do my best to just, like, make sure that I'm, like, aware of what else I'm touching. But it all oh, it comes with, like... Again, being a more clean person, like disinfecting like almost everything, and like I never own so many Lysol bottles in my life. <laughs> oh, you you can still find Lysol. You're lucky. I've been hoarding my Purell that I've had. I'm I buy in bulk a lot, and so I happen to have like four real big bottles of Purell, and I'm down to my last one. And so I've been I've been very stingy about it, and. You mentioned the the fogging up of the glasses, which I think is a good point. If you want to avoid fogging up your glasses, all you have to do is cross the ear loops on your mask once and then put them around your ear and it'll give you a little bit of more leeway. It's going to it's gonna reduce fogging and make it a little bit easier for you if you do have glasses and you're using that as an excuse to not wear masks. Um, Natalie's doing it and she's cool, so you should do it too. That's pretty much it. I just... Just to go back on your Purell shit, um, <laughs> I'm so jealous because I ran out of Purell. I ran out of my brand hand sanitizers very quickly and oh. um, had to resort to buying these. All of a sudden, there's all these brand, like different brand hand sanitizers mm. I've never seen before mm-hmm. in my life. And I can't get myself to trust them, but they're the only thing available right now. And I'm just hoping that every time I put this on that it's doing something, even though I really am a firm believer that hand sanitizer is just like the worst thing possible. Um, oh, I know. It kills too many. Germs, yeah. It's a thing that keeps my brain somewhat sound. Um, aside from washing <laughs> my hands like so many times throughout the day. Um, but these hand sanitizers are the most horrendous smelling thing. Oh God, I know. I'm almost like, please get back that like burning sensation of like, (laughs) like Germex or like Purell, like please. Yeah. What is this? Like it makes me feel like this isn't keeping my hands clean. (laughs) Well, it's probably, you know, I, I have a few that I've bought off of Etsy and then that I've just picked up in the store when I've seen them. And that was a mistake because I don't know if you saw the FDA was doing a bunch of updates on hand sanitizer with uh, methanol in them. And so that's what's going to make it smell like that. So I have some of them that I'm like, these are bad. These do not smell right. Um, They do not. It's in methanol. If you don't know what it is, is wood alcohol. Um, It's a substance that can be toxic when it's absorbed through your skin or ingested. It can be life threatening when ingested. So you really want to make sure that your hand sanitizer is not on the list, which is on the FDA website, which you can check out. They've done a lot of brands that are, um, they are recalling those brands because they believe that they contain eth- uh, ethanol them, or methanol. Sorry, so you don't want that. You're welcome, everyone. Who knew my ignorance would yep. educate you so much? <laughs> We're all learning as we go. So what's one way that COVID has made you weird? Um, well, one of the ways is like coughing. Any any Ooh. any sound of, from the throat has like just made 
me incredibly anxious beyond like it already did before you know like when you you know just always trying to keep your cough inside you know but now it's like uh-huh. a, it feels like a social death sentence to even utter a, anything that sounds anything like a cough mm-hmm. absolutely um and you know it's it's one of those things where are you more do you feel like you're more anxious about you yourself coughing or you being around someone who's coughing um all of it it's like if, even if I do it I have this like paranoia of like oh my gosh everybody thinks it's I'm a carrier or I will look around and if somebody coughs I'm like oh my god what are you doing outside why are you here <laughs> it doesn't help that it's allergy season as well so I never know if someone's coughing or sneezing because they have allergies or COVID and even when I'm out I do the same thing I'm like stifling coughs I'm like mm, I will die before I <laughs> before I cough out loud I just don't want anyone to see it. I mean, I've seen people who just like cough because they're like, oh, I'm wearing my mask. It's fine. And I'm like, please, it's fabric. Like, it's not this like all protected. It's not an N95 mask. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, sir. Keep your cough outside. But please. <laughs> Um, you know what's what I was you know reading because you were you were talking about coughing and it reminded me that um, there is a lot of there's a lot of things going on around the world where people are asking what if someone purposely breaks social distancing distancing guidelines and wants to invade your space um what happens when you get intentionally coughed on in public and that was a real thing that happened because in i believe it was um it was in new york that they had this thing happen where they needed to say the act of coughing or spitting on another person in order to expose them whether it was jokingly or not to coronavirus was part of these arrests it's been it happened in pennsylvania where a man was arrested after coughing in the face of a recovering uh, pneumonia patient while repeatedly claiming that he was infected with coronavirus then in tennessee another man was charged with assault and in new york a woman was charged with making uh terroristic threats after coughing and spitting on people in a walmart saying that she had coronavirus all these people were saying they had coronavirus and I'm assuming they were the type of people who actually didn't know if they had coronavirus. And so what do you, what do you think about that, about charging that as a, as a crime like that, as a, as an assault? Um, well, you were assaulting people. <laughs> to me, anybody deliberately coughing or spitting on me, that's assault. Yeah. yeah like was a not even, yeah that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, mm, even if there wasn't a virus, if you're going to cough or spit, bit on me excuse you you have now violated me as a person excuse my fist in your face it was it was just a natural reaction after you spit or coughed on me that's ridiculous Um, yeah especially that's like it's to me that's like it's just like a that's warfare at that point (laughs) you're deliberately trying to cause harm to somebody because yeah, and I really uh, amend New York for saying jokingly or not, because even um, you know, even in in conversation and tweets, you know, uh, I've I saw somebody being like, "Oh, who do I have to cough on?" 
to whatever. Yeah, I've seen that too. And, and I'm like, no. Like, this isn't this isn't a joking matter because if we do take it like again, we're struggling as a country to even take this seriously. I know, I know, I know. Shout out to 45. Uh-huh. And um, just further on allowing this con- the conversation. Like, just, it's just something that it shouldn't just, at this point, really, it's, it's, it's pathetic that, as we said, five months and nearly six months, and it's not going anywhere, like, soon. Um, this is going to where people it is going somewhere it's not the where we it's not going away where it's not going the direction as a population we don't like it to because things like this (laughs) yeah I mean I love curves as much as the next person but we need to flatten this shit out like for real real Uh, it's so stupid it's true there are you know everybody has things that we want to be doing um and trust me becoming so much shit this weird that time is starting to just not become so um how do you say i don't know for lack of better words scheduled yeah it's not really it's not really cohesive which is which is something that's made me weird you know that i've noticed is kind of weird about me now that coronavirus has happened is that i used to say all the time like Time is an illusion, but now I really do realize time is an illusion because during this whole pandemic, it's really made people have to be more creative with their relation to time. So we don't really realize what we're doing, but we've learned to speed up and slow down and kind of maneuver and restructure time in a lot of different ways. I've been calling it um, Corona time or whatever, just to try and it, it, time feels different right now. I don't know if that's just me. I feel like I'm just swimming. And I don't know where the tide rolls. <laughs> yeah, like, I think I even asked, like, today, I was like, what day of the week it is? Like, sometimes I just don't, I just literally have no idea what actual day it is. I have an I have a general, I'm like, oh, it's a Tuesday or it's a Friday-ish. It's the weekend's coming tomorrow or the day after. It's kind of just like, uh, time has been really freaking weird right now. It's just been really, really weird. The the lack of structure has made me, like, initially, like, you know, trying to function was, like, really, really hard. And now that we're, again, five months, six months into it, um, Mm -hmm. it's it's just like, wow, you know what? I think I'm just existing. (laughs) <laughs> I got into yeah. this plane of time things going on <laughs> around me I have no control over anything whatsoever and mm-hmm. who knows what like the fact that I mean I still I, I'm still one of those people who's like look I don't have anywhere to go like anyone to see I'm not going to get ready um, yeah like you know, I'm not going to put on an outfit or anything. Like, I'll, you know, shower and change, you know, for the day. But, like, I'm not going to be, like, putting on my best outfit. But I didn't realize yeah. how crucial doing those things were to, like, keeping track of time. <laughs> and, like, because how time is associated to, like, mental health is so interesting. Because, again, it was all that structure. Um, so I didn't realize that it was very important for me to know, like, that it was Monday. Mm. I hear you. 
Um, we don't have any clocks in our house except for the microwave and the oven. So I don't really ever know what time it is when I'm hanging out around my house. And a lot of times I'll look at my phone and I'll be like, what? And I have to just yell out loud, like, how did it become five o'clock? And I'll be like, because last time I looked, it was 11. And so this has been one of those things where the philosopher Aristotle, he used to talk about the measure of change. And he said, the measure of change does not depend on its own container to put things into. Rather, it depends on what is shifting and reshaping and what seems the same. And so this seems to be us in this weird kind of time warp where the observance of before and after, now and then, the beginning and the end, all of these things are how we're kind of figuring out time during coronavirus. It's been weird because, you know we don't really we don't really we're not really keeping track of time the way we used to and so i think larger chunks are going you know unnoticed by people at least yeah i mean my days used to be chunks of days like i had i had blocks like this is what i do Mm -hmm. this block of day and then i do this block and then that block and now it's like where did my blocks go (laughs) where did your blocks go Um, i don't even I don't even know. It's 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 one of those things where some people are perceiving, you know, days in lockdown and, and self, you know, sorry, social distancing. They're perceiving it as longer. Some are perceiving it as shorter. Some feel like weeks go by. Some feel like months are going by. For me, I think I'm part of that weeks thing. I kind of am like, oh, a whole week's gone by. What the heck? I didn't realize that. Oh, man, my, a lot, because I've been really busy with summer courses, but I was thinking six weeks, and I'm like, six weeks is already up. What? Yeah. It went like that. Like, it felt like, it just felt so quick, but so slow. Mm -hmm, Um, mm Mm-hmm. Because I was also like, oh, oh. (laughs) You're like, whoa, what's that? Yeah. All this time that I have. That I will, you know, because I feel like the, a lot of people are like, when am I ever going to have this much time to myself ever again? Um, and you want to be leisure and um, enjoy it. But at the same time, you have this weird pressure of like, man, I should be doing something with all of this time. Yeah, I know. I know there's a lot of people who feel like that. I was feeling like that at the beginning, too. And now I've kind of just I mean, I leaned into it. So I've got a lot of projects going on, but I know. There's been studies that have shown that, you know, time can disappear when you're deeply immersed in something that you enjoy. And a lot of people are getting into baking. They're doing art projects. Um, There's been studies that show, you know, when we're having fear and anxiety, that also will shape your sense of time. And so there's going to be distortions in perception when you are presenting the world with this threat like this. And um, also when you're bored, when nothing is changing, your experience of time becomes excruciating slow you're just like oh make it stop and so i really do think these perceptions of time whether it's days weeks or months is going to be really different for everyone because it can be dependent on what you were doing during this time yeah i'm so curious (laughs) so so it's it's good um i know there was something else that you had told me that had made you weird that you were like this is a new thing now because of coronavirus um well i mean for me it's like not that new i'm just kidding but um (laughs) i'm super paranoid (laughs) 
but I'm like incredibly more paranoid. Um, anytime that I leave my house, um, anytime that I, inter- I interact with anybody, um, cause I constantly have this fear of like, am I next? And did this interaction bring me, um, closer to the virus? Um, because while, um, you know, the best next hope is that, you know, you test, you test positive, but with no symptoms and you're fine and you're just a carrier and not having to actually experience that. That's like how I just like have to break it down to my brain of the anxiety to experience because I'm like, okay, like, let's just, you know, let's calm, let's calm down the brain and, Mm -hmm. and not, be so worried um because the paranoia makes everything very like it makes life really hard to live (laughs) yeah no i i would say absolutely and it's i think that anxiety that fear the panic the paranoia they're under the same umbrella but they're gonna manifest a lot differently in each person you know some people might not even say they're experiencing anxiety but then if you were to watch them you're like hey why did you wash your hands eight times between you know these two things maybe that's you being a little have you know having your anxiety with washing your hands and things like that yeah it's it come. i mean it comes out in different ways like you can you know like you just see it everywhere with people. Like when you go in the grocery store, for me, I try, I'm, I'm very much like I, if I'm going inside of a grocery store, one, I'm, I try to go to grocery stores where like you have to, they only allow a certain amount of people inside at a time. So I've been shopping a lot at Trader Joe's, um, and not trying to go to Costco. <laughs> Cause that is just yep. a ridiculous, <laughs> um, just a hell hole. And, oh gosh, I can imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, sorry to go sidetrack, but my last experience at Costco just blew my mind um, to the point where I was like, "Okay, calm, calm down," because you need you need to just calm down. <laughs> um, but there was a they were right now. My Costco is under construction, so they have this area where the chicken is Norton, you know, where they sell their chicken and their ribs and all that is. There's no food there um, because it's under construction. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, this guy was walking around the aisle like like as if he's the only person in this freaking warehouse. Um, and he's started yelling at employees being like, oh, are you guys out of chicken because of the pandemic? And... <laughs> And it was, like, really, like, obviously everybody turned around, everybody's got masks on, but this guy had his mask and he pulled it down to say this. Oh, my and gosh. I was, like, and the, you know, the Costco employee was standing, like, super far away, and it was very clear that this guy did not work in that mm-hmm. department, or, you know, it just it was very obvious that this guy was Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. And Costco is that store that's like really big, right? I don't think I've been in one, but it's it's one of those great big like warehouse type stores, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. massive in there. They don't yeah. have that protocol of like they just let anybody, you know, just go in, get your stuff. You know, um initially they were doing really, really well, I would say, for their um their like social distancing and sanitation, but like then you know, things here where I'm at just started to kind of like 
reopen and things started to, you know, quote unquote, go back to normal. So like people weren't as like, oh, you're standing really close to me. Um, but it was just an, it was just like a ridiculous exchange um, to see. Cause I mean, I've even had people like, cause sometimes, you know, I'm, me, I'm like on my phone and just scooting closer and closer. And I, before I know it, I realized that I'm standing like I would normally, um, you know, carts, mm. you know, carts still a distance away, but still for some people that's mm-hmm. too close. So I had a gentleman just turn around. He looked at me. He's like, Hey, can you, you know? And I was like, Oh yeah, no problem. I, and I immediately apologize. And I s- took my six feet and I was like, that's all you need to do. Like, yeah, that difficult. And I was like, <laughs> because I'm also just like, yeah, dude, like it, it's like people doing that makes me remember. Oh, that's right. I mean, I'm just as paranoid as you are. And I just made it look like I'm not. <laughs> it- well, it's, you know, it's one of those things, too, where if you're just, you know, for me, I'm trying to zone out when I when I do venture out to the grocery store when I can't get it delivered. And so even though I'm on high alert, I get that mental fatigue by the time I'm at the register where I've just been on high alert. My brain is like, I just need like I just need some seconds to recover. And so I've had people who get too close to me and I've if I can, I move away. Or usually when I just look in their direction, they kind of realize, oh, shit, I'm too close and they back up. Um, So the paranoia is it is real because paranoia gets triggered anyway by being uncertain about whatever's to come. And this is a super uncertain time. And so I think everyone on some small scale is going to have just a little bit of paranoia about the virus. Yeah, just... And that's, that's normal. It's going to be normal. And uh, the other thing, you know, you were talking about the grocery store. My, the other thing I've noticed that's really weird now is I have become fucking amazing at looking at something and counting it quickly. I've looked at groups of people and I've been like, yep, there's six of them. Okay, there's eight. Nope, I can't go here. There's 10 people here. And I went and looked it up because I was like, what is this ability? Because I already was pretty, I'm a numbers person. I love counting, if that sounds and sound weird. I love counting. I love numbers. I'm terrible at math, but I love numbers. And so for me, I've, I'm already counting things as it is. And so I went and looked it online. And apparently, when you just look at a group of something, and you can see how many items are in a group without actually counting, it's called subitizing. And so I guess this is this is a new a new superpower that I've gotten from the virus, kind of like mm-hmm. the Ninja Turtles, but lamer. It's like I can count things without counting them now I can I can guesstimate better. I never considered this, but because you're completely right. Like when you think about, oh, that's that many group of people, exactly how you said, that's way too many people. Does it, I mean, at least for me, it's just, it's a judgment kicker, kicks in my judgment of being Mm -hmm. like, yo, way too many people in your group Mm -hmm. or like way too many. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) I got too many numbers for me. Yeah, I will quickly look, and I'm like, nope. I think there's nine. I'm leaving, and but like, for I me, just I can't say I'm a. a ha- is it sub subitizing? Yeah, subitizing. I can't say I'm, a, I'm an effective one because mine's just like two or more. Okay, too much. 
that's that's a really easy shorthand way of doing it <laughs> is just to look and be like uh nope deuces i'm out <laughs> like nope it's more than me like sometimes i will be like when i went to the post office and i saw that there was three people in line i was like no nah, i'll wait in my car until you guys come out <laughs> i just didn't want to be in the post office with with that many people and it's interesting because there's just a lot of weird things that are happening in general because of this. Um, I saw that there were drive-through weddings in Florida, of course. Um, sorry if you live in Florida. I know we've said this before. Um, but I think that's cool that people are still doing that. I have some friends who are supposed to get married in a couple months. I have no idea what they're going to do. Um, I've seen and, and had to attend um, a virtual funeral, which was kind of weird is one of those things where like whoever would have thought that they would have been doing something like that last year i don't know if you've seen the empty roads have you noticed that the roads are just not empty just no one's on them at all Uh, maybe where you are but (laughs) nope that's not my reality nope (laughs) nope months when you know yeah yeah it's essential so I got. I had to mm-hmm. r- drive around with a piece of paper in case I got pulled over. Um, that said, I was good from my job. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Now it's like everyone and their mother is out, and I'm like, why? I'm like, yeah, I noticed a lot of people doing? out. I'm like, there's nothing that's this important. Like, go uh, yeah, because I'm. You know, I've had. You know, my people I work for, you know, they've told me, they're like, hey, like, how's your, like, you have to update people on your quarantine, you know, it's just like, are you going here? And yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I go here, I go home, because I like, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. It's basically like, what's your risk profile? I need to know what, it. Um, what am I going to go do right now? Because it's like, going to the grocery store, paranoia. Uh, I don't want to get yelled at. I don't want to see people yelling at other people, uh, I'm just not about that. It's like if we have yeah. to do it and we can't do Zoom me it, but it's like I'm still just like <laughs> what 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 what's what's that important? What's yeah, what what is that? Like what is it really? This is normally I'm still just like I, I'm sorry to continue to rant, but like come not. on. Your nails rant to say your nails um are yeah. not that important. I'm sorry. No, no. As someone who has gotten their nails done religiously two times a month for the last six or seven years, I've had to take a break and um, it's been hard on me, but (laughs) I recognize that it's, there's a greater purpose to it. It's okay. The nails hopefully will be there when I get back. Um, I'm not that pressed about it. I've also noticed you know, this is normally the time of the year when I would be cross country for vacation. And so I'm not I'm trying not to be bitter about it. But I noticed that creative travel concepts are getting big again. I saw that RV rentals are totally back. Yes, baby. I love RV and that's, that's because you don't have to use a public bathroom. You can just use a bathroom on the RV. You don't have to go out to eat. You bring your food with you. You kind of have a really nice safe space so you don't have to expose yourself to the world that doesn't want to wear a mask. <laughs> it's Yeah, and I mean, again, I'm all for people traveling um, safely. 
um, because at, realistically, I also am very much like you still have to be human. Um, I have to say that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in the sense of, again, you go, cause I think a lot of people, especially me, um, when everything happened was like, you have to just be indoors always. Um, yeah. Yeah. Indoors all the yeah, time. And I think it's becoming a little bit more acceptable to just be outdoors, but like not for, you know, like not near people like still. People, yeah. Not chill. Yeah, like, I mean, there's two types of people. Because, again, I've seen people who go to, like, lakes and there's, like, a bunch of people sitting on the same rock as them. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, no. That's not for me. Because the other goes, like, again, I, who knows how this stuff travels? This, this is, again, <laughs> this is uh, uneducated person talking here. But I'm like... Oh, what if somebody gets in the water and they're positive and then they just spit and like who knows and then you are swimming in that water like how does past this, this stuff disinfectant or like or how does this work like I just again my brain just goes yeah. like woo I've seen that's the thing there's nothing that you know every time I get cozy to an idea that I've heard then like a couple of are like actually we're we're gonna go back on that and so I, I have heard some mixed things about being in pools and bodies of water with people but again I come back to like it's not really worth it for me it's not things are already weird I mean we're having a change shortage in the usa right now like a massive change shortage that the mint is yeah it's asking people to to bring in coins or to use coins and also i saw that two chick-fil-a's um one in alabama one in virginia um they offered free food in exchange for ten dollars and change so if you bring in ten dollars in rolled change and you can only have apparently i like that they they thought of this they're like only 10 trade-ins per customer because they already know that people are going to try and just you know abuse the shit out of this <laughs> then you can go ahead and uh get free chick-fil-a if that's something that you're into that's that's how much they need change that's how much they need change and the other thing i saw <laughs> which I thought was funny, were bong condoms. Would you I'm say? like, don't support Chick-fil-A if you didn't hear me. No, no, no. That's that's why I made sure to say, if that's something you want to do, <laughs> it's not something I'll do. I mean, Chick-fil-A can give it all the free fucking food. I will resist those waffle fries for my integrity. I just, we, you know, we don't see eye to eye Chick-fil-A. I'm also I'm just sorry. like, who cares? Oh, maybe again, this is my ignorance, but who cares that we have a short a shortage of change? I'm kind of like figure that out yourself. <laughs> figure it out. Figure you it out. You're... Made me like you don't like you got the money. Screw you. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Why do I, as a freaking person, well, have to come here, round up all my change, and be like, here, use this. It's a bigger, you know, I, again, I was, I was the same way. I was like, eh, it's changed. But I went and I looked some stuff up about it. So there are some people who like need coins to do laundry and to pay parking and to do things like that. But because so many people have been saving all their change in piggy banks or jars or in, you know, they're in closed businesses right now. Um, 
there's a lot of change that isn't accounted for and people don't want to use the change because it's a pandemic and they think that they may have germs on them and so the whole flow of money has been disrupted especially because banks and businesses have been closed during this this has significantly disrupted the supply change of normal circulation patterns for us coins so it's been pretty interesting for me to watch because i'm a dork like i said i like numbers and i like i like weird things like this um and so it's interesting that this has happened it's just it's it's very inconvenient for a lot of people i think right now i can't stop laughing at myself i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh yeah that makes it matters doesn't it It does matter. Um, But does it matter as much as the other weird thing I noticed, which was bong condoms? Excuse me? Yes, you can get a bong condom. Um, They sell online anywhere from $4.50 to $9.99. There's silicon. uh, There's one called Mouth Peace, and it's peace like, you know, give peace a chance, from Moose Labs. And it uses an activated carbon filter, and you put it over a bong so that you can share it you know, you take your, you take your condom off when you're using it and then the other person puts theirs on when they're using it and you guys can share a bong without getting each other sick. This is, I need this, but I'm also like, do I, do I really need it? They look, they look really weird. I just really was like, excuse me, what did you just say? Because my brain was just like immature. (laughs) yeah it's i don't yeah it's one of those things where I like you you have your bong and i'll have my bong we don't need to put weird condoms on them that we then when i was a big germaphobe i used to carry a sock with me and i would be like oh yeah because like there's sometimes okay everybody has friends that they enjoy smoking with but they're like you know Mm -hmm. you're like i question your hygiene (laughs) Um, and I would always just be like, oh, you know, I would, my excuse, man, I'm so exposing myself here. Wow. Um, (laughs) I would always be like, oh, you know, I just, I felt like a little something in my throat this morning. Don't want to get you or like, oh, you know, it's just my, (laughs) you're much nicer than me. You're much nicer than me. Well, just cause I mean, again, I got made fun of so much by a group of people for using this sock. Oh, my sock bong. Um, <laughs> well, now you can get a bong condom. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I should have... Uh, Stay safe. Wrap it up. Should have thought of this. <laughs> yeah, you really should have. I am I am definitely the person who goes ill. No, I'm not sharing that. Like, I'm I'm that person. Just, <laughs> I'm, totally. again, I'm, I'm still dealing with social pressures, figuring out how to say no. <laughs> Um, because I'm still just like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Us hanging out, sharing the same stuff. Yes. Oh, no. People know. Like, even when we're drinking, when I used to drink, we used to have parties. I'd be like, no, this is my cup. It's got my name on it. Like, I would carry it with me. I'm super, I'm super anal about germs in general before this. And now it's like, I get to be like, eh, I was right. So, um. I was raised as a germaphobe, like to the point where I think I've told you I never, I refused to step foot in a bar until like almost yeah. 22. Um, and cause I was like, I had always told everybody, I'm like, yeah, they are gross. so disgusting. Why would you ever want, like, you can't even walk without your foot getting stuck somewhere. Like, why would you walk into nope. that? 
And, yep. um, you know, everybody was like, you're weird. So I finally was like, maybe I could let some of these things go. And then this pandemic happens and my dad calls me. He's like, <laughs> I was right. And I was like, damn it, you were right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's one of those things where like, wow. I, I totally tried to chill out on my like germ, like phobia. And this is what you what get. I get. It was like a slap in the this face. Yeah. And now I'm like, lesson learned. <laughs> a lesson learned. Always beware of germs. Well, you know what? What I haven't learned my lesson on is Munchie of the Week. <laughs> I'm so excited for this week's Munchie of the Week. Um, I'm I I have some, and I've had some I've had some earlier. So, you know, mm, so good. What I have, totally random. I found these things. They're by Ritz. Shout out to Ritz. They're crisp and thins, but they're in Tabasco flavor. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. These things are spicy. I love spicy. And they're almost too spicy for me. Hmm. Now I think I like if I if I eat one, it's fine. But if I try to eat like three at a time, I regret it just a little bit. Ah, it's one of those build up spice, <laughs> but not enough to make me actually stop eating them. So in terms of tastiness, I'm giving this all the thumbs up because this is genius. I love it. It seems like what teenage me would have made. If I was a stoner, but again, don't be stoned before 18. We've talked about this. Um, I like that this this is like a stoner creation. It's like crackers that you've just doused in Tabasco, which wouldn't make any sense, but these taste good. The ease of eating, also going to give it two thumbs up. They're pretty easy to eat. Um, the size of them is good. The only thing I will note is these are that snack that you have to be careful about. Uh, you don't want that powder to get on you later you know what i mean you don't want that hot powder to get like on your eye or anything later Ooh, yeah that quick <laughs> like oh i'm just gonna rub my eye between, um... i'm just gonna rub my eye oh shit i've got tabasco in my eye fuck Ugh. i'm so good at so these are good these are good and i'm so excited because we got a lot of great suggestions for munchie of the week's for our next season for this season and so we're going to be trying out some really weird stuff but i'm excited for it all and so overall these ritz crisp and thin tabasco flavored crisp are going to get just two amazing red you know tabasco covered thumbs up and then i'm going to immediately wash them because i don't want to get it in my eye like i was just talking about so i want to get it in my <laughs> eye <laughs> So, Natalie, who do we have for Stoner Question of the Day? I think you've picked Stoner Question of the so Day. So, our Stoner Question of the Day is from Pamela P. Um, is, mm-hmm. is cannabis safe to use right now? Hmm. Okay. I mean, Pamela, like, this is the thing. Maybe I'm going to break down what Pamela's saying because I think – if she means just in general, is it safe to use like smoke? I would encourage when possible 
get on those oral forms of cannabis, tinctures, capsules, edibles, drinkables. You don't, you want to limit your inhalation of cannabis right now because COVID gets in your lungs and any inhaled substance is going to affect that respiratory system. I second that, Pamela. Um, even though mm-hmm. we started this with me talking about me hitting my bong, it is, again, <laughs> as many stoners can probably relate to, it's a habitual thing. So I'm trying to break that. I'm very conscious of my um, use. I've actually been lowering my personal use um, to actually only smoking when I have to do the podcast. <laughs> because, again, my paranoia is, as Natalie said, I'm very much like, ooh, my lungs. Um, I am very, like, I'm very, like, paranoid that if I were to unfortunately be contacted with this, like, oh my gosh, my lungs, I smoke so much, and I've been smoking and I continue to smoke. So, from my personal opinion, I don't believe it's the, smoking it would be your best form. Yeah, I think I think in general it is, but also just take it from everyone who's ever tried it. If at all, Pamela, you feel sick, do not smoke weed with a cold or anything. It is awful. Mm-hmm. Edibles, THC and CBD, they might help with the aches and pains, but the overall effect is just not it's not the same. It's not worth it. Don't like like stoner stoner 101. Do not smoke when you are sick. You will want to because you'll be like I feel like shit. Let me just smoke. Fuck it. But you will feel even more like shit. I don't know if you've had that experience. Oh, yes. I'm a throat. Like, my throat gets, it's the worst. So it always feels like this terrible pain. Because every time you you get those moments where you're like, it'll be fine. I, it will be fine. I, I can do this. You, like, manipulate yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, right? I can do this, right? It's instant regret. It's like the, the flames of hell just released onto your throat. And again, I don't know. That's just me. My That's how I tend to get sick. It's like my body will be fine, but my throat will just be like, I lose my voice whenever I get sick. It's mm. my throat. You're one of those. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yes, generally speaking, cannabis use is safe, Pamela. You just might want to be more mindful about how you're consuming it if you possible cut down on the smoking and get more with the ingestible oral ways of receiving that good good greenness that we love don't be like me pamela (laughs) or do it's okay a little bit you know you you, it's your risk assessment profile do it on yourself see what it's worth see if see if you can live with it and but don't stress about it because that'll just make you want to smoke more weed um, I guess that's our episode for today. Not uh, the messages. Don't get tobacco sauce in your eye. Wear a mask, and if you're gonna do weed, which we hope you are, make sure to eat it if you can. Your way. <laughs> that's pretty much it. We will see you guys next week, same time, same place. Please come back and stay highly conscious with Bye. us. Bye.